0: What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, August 4th, 2020. This is a talk in the attic. I'm your host, Kirk Ross, coming to you from Grand Rapids, Michigan, as always. As most of you know, last Tuesday's short featured a group of lemurs, which is technically called a conspiracy. In reality, it's called a conspiracy because they're smart little buggers and they'll actually conspire against much larger animals and take them down as prey. But here in the attic, it's called a conspiracy because lemurs are paranoid crackpots who believe anything Alex Jones says. Who wants an Alex Jones impression? Anyone? Hmm. Uh, Let me rephrase. Here's an Alex Jones impression. The U.S. government is putting chemicals in the water to turn the friggin' frogs gay! The majority of frogs in most areas of the United States are now gay! That's something that Alex Jones actually reported on his actual InfoWars broadcast. Yes, the same Alex Jones that then-candidate Trump praised for a sterling reputation for journalistic integrity and accurate reporting. Gay frogs? Amazing reputation. Trump golfs a lot? Fake news. Back to my lemur guest last week. As you recall, they wouldn't shut up about their various conspiracy theories, so I ultimately had to pull them off the airwaves. But after the show wrapped, I had the opportunity to go down into a rabbit hole with these lovable lemurs. I guess it was more of a lemur hole, now that I think about it, both literally and figuratively. And while I was down in that lemur hole, one topic in particular kept showing its face. And its face was substantial. It featured a bulbous forehead and large black eyes, which stood out against its grayish-green skin. That's right. I'm talking about aliens and UFOs. Did you hear? The Pentagon has asserted that UFOs are real. They've got a whole task force set up called the Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon Task Force. High-ranking naval officers assert that evidence exists that advanced aerospace vehicles are made from material and I quote, not from Earth. They're going public with some of this information next week. Move it! I mean, it never ends with these lunatics. But you know, for good measure... I checked a few reputable media outlets to validate my expectation that this was just crazy chatter from a conspiracy of conspiracy theorists. But I wasn't able to validate this expectation. Because it's all true. At least as true as something can be in this absurd, post-truth, bizarre world we're living in these days. But the New York Times has published a few really incredible articles that appear, at least to me, to be completely legitimate. So, for today, please join me in my lemur hole, which will be filled with alien chatter and songs from another galaxy. The esteemed Alex Jones, if you'll join the lemurs in me, let's start, start the, the show. show. <laughs> production note before we dive in here. If you couldn't tell already, I'm obsessed with music. Not a thought goes by that doesn't connect me to some song from my past. At times, I wish I could turn it off. Trust me, imagine being yelled at by your soon-to-be ex-wife when she screams, You're a loser! And all you can think really is... Try to envision a scenario in which you've been invited by your HR guy to the local Bigby Coffee, where he informs you that you're no longer employed at the company because certain executives no longer believe that they can trust the outcome of your and inside your head, all you hear is. I see you driving round town with the wheels I sold and fuck you. Right. Put simply, I'm always singing, listening to, or thinking of music. Most of you aren't having too hard of a time believing this admission, I'm sure. And I only bring this up because for today's episode, I'm going to try something a little bit different with the production and have it mirror how my brain works. Look, I always tell folks that a talk in the attic is supposed to be a completely immersive experience, one that puts you, the listener, right into my attic, where obscure comedy and random music float about as they wish. Today's show is all about aliens, and since there are tons of great songs about the same subject, I figured today would be the perfect day to give this creative direction a whirl. So let's get the tunes going in the background of the show, just like they are in the background of my mind. I can remember being a little kid back in the early 90s when I became fascinated with the series Unsolved Mysteries. Robert Stack, the original host, still ranks among the great voices of all time, at least to me. Eventually, Robert Stack was replaced by Dennis Farina, the longtime character actor who sounds, looks, and acts like an angry cab driver. In fact, the wonderful Robert Stack's replacement by the abrasive Dennis Farina is perhaps the greatest unsolved mystery of all. This show would occasionally delve into UFO sightings. I mean, what better opportunity to showcase unconvincing special effects with terrible acting? But even then, as a kid, I wasn't really into the UFO segments. I would simply tune them out. Enough of this extraterrestrial nonsense, I would bemoan. Bring on the paranormal. Fast forward a few years when Mulder and Scully made the unexplained cool, I guess, in their cheesy turns on Fox's The X-Files. Yeah, right, I thought. As if the U.S. government would be wasting time and money and resources on aliens. (laughs) I was always a kid who struggled with believing in something without evidence, making me, of course, a ringleader of discourse in my catechism classes. But in the case of aliens, the only evidence that was ever presented to me, at least, seemed to be eyewitness accounts by people looking to explain a psychedelic trip or some weird dream. And have you ever noticed the prevalence of anal probing in the alien abduction narratives? Are we that uninteresting as a species that our asses are the primary source of curiosity for our Martian inspectors? And if it's not that we're uninteresting, then it's just that maybe these visitors are kind of just into asses. I mean, is nobody going to tell these quote-unquote abduction survivors that we're hip to their game, hip to their lives? Are we so highly homophobic in this country that a fella can't just admit that he partied a little too hard and ended up getting a little squirrely with his college roommate that night? Dude, Jake, what happened last night, man? My ass is killing me. Oh, well, we. we, uh. we, we kissed. What? Uh, no, I meant to say we were abducted. Abducted, yeah. Uh, by our long standing feelings of. let's say what? I mean, we were abducted by, by aliens. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Aliens, that's right. That's what I thought it was. Maybe we could, uh, get abducted again tonight? What do you say? Eight o'clock, my place? It seems like these closeted eyewitnesses always describe these beings that are visiting as humanoids. They've always got legs with feet, arms with hands, torsos with nipples, and huge heads with even more enormous eyes. So wherever these visitors are visiting from must be very similar to Earth, right? What else could explain their nearly identical evolutionary and body development? Oh, you're from a galaxy six million light years away, you say? It turns out that five fingers is the perfect amount there, too. Crazy coincidence, huh? Hey, you guys wouldn't be uh, any chance interested in some butt fun, would you? I guess what I'm trying to say is aliens look like humans in the same way that Jesus was white, and that he wasn't, and that likely aliens don't look like us. But I digress. Okay, this is Neil Young's After the Gold Rush, one of my all-time favorite songs, so we'll just listen to this for a minute. Well, I dreamed I saw the silver spaceships lying in the yellow haze of the sun. Ah, oh, yeah. Little Neil Young always helps bring me back to Earth. Speaking of coming to Earth... We all know what aliens say whenever they visit here, right? Take me to your leader. But that cliche greeting was created a century ago or something, right? Probably back when a Roosevelt was in office. I mean, back then, these travelers would likely have been interested in talking with our leader. Maybe talk big game hunting and even bigger mustaches with Teddy or have a fireside chat about a new deal with Franklin. But it's in the Trump era that it's all coming to light. Of course, this is the president of all presidents who will be responsible for alien disclosure. It wasn't absurd enough when he publicly suggested injecting disinfectant cleaners intravenously. Or when he asserted that windmills are causing cancer. Or when he named a new chief COVID-19 medical doctor who believes on the record that demon semen is responsible for certain illnesses. That stuff wasn't crazy enough 2020? No? Okay, well, aliens! But now, the whole take me to your leader request doesn't even make sense, does it? First off, there's a 70% chance in this country that take me to your leader would be met with a he's not my president. Plus, have you seen the Donald skin? I mean, it has to be orange makeup, right? Clearly being used to conceal the fact that he himself is an alien. I mean, humans don't glisten like that. Humans don't stand like that or ramble on and on and on about themselves like that. So we need to update the old trope from Take me to your leader to We see you've met our leader. And continuing Is he doing a little better here? We kind of banished him to Earth after he kept grabbing pussies up there. I mean, we are, after all, into butt stuff here, not pussies. Doesn't quite have the same ring, does it? And I ain't made shit I wish I could Buy me spaceship and fly yeah, that's the, Past the sky Man. Right on cue. We're talking about alien presidents right when Spaceship by Kanye West starts up. Look, I'll take Yeezus all day over the Donald, to be honest. Think about it. We'd probably get a dope remix of the National Anthem. That song is long overdue for an update. Light therapy would get the public boost it's been so sorely needing, and Kanye undoubtedly would get along better with the aliens. Imagine a group of lanky grays kicking it with Kanye and Kim over some jams and a blunt. Now that's a scene that could yield some positive partnerships with our Martian friends. What no matter what you believe when it comes to whether or not we're alone in this universe or what side of the aisle, blue or red, you fall on, I think we can all agree that these alien beings would much prefer chilling with Kanye West than DJT. Who'd probably just go on and on about his inauguration crowd size and his perfect phone call. Boy, if I kill anything, I- So the New York Times is reporting that the Pentagon will soon be releasing further details about this whole UFO narrative. And while UFOs do not necessarily mean aliens, we can all surmise that they're connected, particularly since the Navy is claiming that some of the materials are not from this Earth. So how in the world is it that most of us aren't really paying attention to this storyline? I know that just last week I described that it's in the best interest of our mental health to zoom into what only we can control, to ignore the big picture if it's got us overwhelmed. And now here I am, shining a light on perhaps the largest potential discovery in human history, the biggest picture ever. The irony is not lost on me, and and this stunning reversal likely has some of you thinking, I mean, zoom in or zoom out, which is it, you waffler? But my advice still stands. Zoom in when you're overwhelmed. And when you're zoomed out, I'm not even suggesting that you should be focusing on aliens. I guess what I'm curious about in this context instead is how I missed it. How did we miss this story? There's man waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our Sure, there's a deadly virus. Yes, there's police brutality. Of course, unemployment is fast on the rise. But still, have times grown so absurd and bizarre that even official government communications, which are essentially acknowledging that aliens exist, not making it onto our headlines? That's not big news anymore? Or have we lost our sense of wonder? Or furthermore, have the aliens lost their sense of wonder? Is it possible that they've already been and decided that there's nothing more to see here? What do you all think? For real? I'm interested in what you think about this. Here's my working theory. The aliens are just future humans who have figured out how to time travel. This theory explains a lot, honestly. It explains why they look the way they do. The gray skin, a product of our lack of exposure to the sun after the air quality has reached a point of no return. The skinny arms and legs because we no longer need our arms or legs to complete difficult tasks like hunting and running. The bulbous head because we've learned to mainline information so effectively that within each human lies the entire collective conscious. The enormous eyes because we've grown so adept at taking in visual information in the form of screens and screens on top of screens. This theory explains why they've not waged war. They would simply destroy themselves if they waged war. Seems like such a simple concept to us now, thanks to Back to the Future. I mean, just think about the length that young Marty McFly went to to not disrupt the space-time continuum. Wait a minute. For a guy who was trying to blend in, Marty sure didn't blend in. I mean, first he stole Chuck Berry's song before he could even write it, and then he had the nerve, or, or, or I guess the stomach, to make out with his mom? But still, the concept makes sense. Future humans would have to be kind to past humans, obviously. Which brings me to my last point. This future human theory makes total sense in the context of what aliens are clearly into, but fun! For real. Deriving sexual pleasure from the anus is at an all-time high, at least in the U.S., according to sex researchers. So, the very same activity once dismissed as something only French girls do 50 years ago, is now commonly practiced and even openly discussed by the youngest generation of hornballs? In just 50 years, we've seen this growth? So it only serves to make sense that if our fascination with ass, or assination, I thank you, continues on its current trajectory, then we wouldn't spend most of our time-traveling expeditions sticking things in our ancestors' unsuspecting asses. This trajectory combined with the chemicals in the water that are making the friggin' frogs gay? And what else would we be doing with our time? We're going to end it on that. Pretty far out there today, I know. You might even say it was parsecs out there. Peace out, y'all. This is a very good year. My tires are gripping the road I'm looking at you in the mirror. I'm waving goodbye to you hoes. This is a very good sign. Double down, Gemini. Getting down when I'm high. Elevate, elevate. I'm a dream of the moon. What's it like to away? I would dream on the moon. What's the like far away? I would pray to the starlight. Like, won't you take me to space? Won't you take me to space? Won't you take me to space? Hop in my spaceship, taking a ride. <laughs> spaceship taking a ride. the universe rooftop in chicago must have been smoking on dmt talking with alien idols i'm seeing too much of my eyes closed i could have been dead with who i know making a ride.